Good evening, you're listening to Ambion Gospel Talk and it's so lovely to be here with you tonight. It is an autumn, rainy evening here in Sydney, Australia. It was. It's unbelievable to imagine that it was like summer just yesterday and I was had the amazing fortune, thank you Jesus, God and Holy Spirit for the best swim I think I may have had in my entire life. The water was clear, the weather was so warm and the, the sun was shimmering and sparkling on the water. People around just enjoying, enjoying that afternoon into the early evening. And yet I wake up this morning and it's raining and really cold. It's amazing how God can do that, right? Well, I was supposed to have gone to a retreat today, um, but that was postponed last night, late last night. Funny that, (laughs) because it's going to be raining all week. So uh, I will go for about a week to sit quietly with God um, just after Easter. And I pray in doing so that I can come back with some really great insights for all of you and uh, I have some good ideas coming up too so I have another um, meditation that's been recorded and waiting for that to upload to my other site so when that comes through I will definitely uh, post a link for you guys to go and have a listen Uh, and we pray that that would be um, really helpful for all of you um, I feel guided by the Holy Spirit when I lead these meditations and I'm finding that people that have never found or known Christ before are really um, connecting in a deep way, healing and finding Jesus, which is a miracle. So I had in mind over the last few days Bible passages say from Philippians or Ephesians, uh, Peter, and every time I've gone to come on here and discuss them, they've sort of disappeared from my mind and I think it's because my focus tonight needs to be on prayer. I think we need to pray, I really do. Uh, I've been feeling so encouraged and uplifted in the Lord but as we probably know people that have been Christians for some time would know that when we're working deeply for Christ there can be a lot of spiritual attack what do I mean by that you know it's like when you're having an amazing day and something comes in to try and put you know a spanner in the works that kind of thing not literally but you know figuratively Um, but when we have our brothers and sisters I was just mentioning this to a very dear sister of mine that it's like the Holy Spirit will give word to the people around us to encourage us before the other thing even happens. So when it does, we're prepared. And Jesus' love is so great for us that he does not want us to fear or lose our our peace and he is our peace Um, and over the weekend and today a few really 
heady things have happened that are re- have really jarred me. So when I've come, gone to come on here, I've had to stop and go, okay, I am doing this, but this may not be the right moment. I needed to regroup. But I do that by connecting with my brothers and sisters so that I do come back into that space. And you know what? I always feel closer to Christ. I'll sit down and pray or just spend some time quietly just with Jesus, knowing he is present. He knows that we need to be still with him when we're having those kinds of moments. So let us pray. And I think the focus of prayer tonight is going to be on addiction. That's been quite clear. Breaks my heart to know that that there are people that are, are suffering a battle with addiction. The people that are suffering themselves and also the friends and families or the communities. As we know, it's a, there's a ripple effect. And, you know, for for the people that aren't addicts, it's it's really hard to imagine what that state must be like. And yes, it's easy to be enmeshed or pull in to be enabling or to be um, to be pulled into this sort of codependent state when we care so deeply. And sometimes, especially for being, if we're empaths or very hypersensitive or deeply compassionate and as Christians I would hope we are yeah but we also have to set strong boundaries in regard to addiction addictions like an addict it would be like um, an adult but with they're in the you know the emotional state of a 16 year old like a toddler to a 16 year old somewhere along the way something's happened so whereas the person who isn't an addict will deal with things emotionally in a hopefully in a more constructive way and so you know we can look at the addict and go well why don't why don't they do something about it you know get themselves out of denial and just go to therapy or go go to rehab how hard can it be for us that doesn't make sense but for the addict they think that is the harder road. For us, we think the addiction is the harder road. The devil, the enemy, those spirits are liars. The addiction, the spirit of addiction is a massive liar. And for people you may, may know that are sober, or even maybe yourself, that you've, you know, for years you've been sober, but you understand what it's like when you're in that state and for the people outside, it's really hard to get through. And I really believe prayer is the most powerful force against addiction. I really believe this because I have seen it. I have worked in run homeless shelters. And I know when Christ is present, things change for the better. And it's not explainable only that it is Jesus's healing it's the only thing that I can say and the miracles are are incredible and I'm sure many of you have 
witness them. And for those that haven't, if you're an addict yourself or have a family member or someone you know that is, I promise you, miracles happen. Hold on to hope, faith and love. And as God says, the greatest of these being love. Sure, set boundaries. Let the person know that their behavior isn't acceptable when it's not. But let them know you still love them. And when they're ready to behave differently in a better way, because it's about the behavior, remember, not them, it's a behavior. When they're ready to respect your boundaries, you're willing to have a dialogue. It's also a good lesson for us when we set boundaries. Remember, children like boundaries and addicts need boundaries and we need to set boundaries. They're healthy. It's very easy to just block someone out altogether and sometimes we do need to do that if it's not safe. I'm not saying that you let someone in that's going to be fully abusive and harm you emotionally spiritually physically financially don't you don't you don't buy him for that you need to be safe and god loves you you're his child you need to be safe so does that person but you're not their parent they have a good father his name is god like you get around brothers and sisters who are healthy if you have that situation and for the addicts god bless your hearts this prayer is for you as much as everyone else in this prayer we are going to fight this spirit of addiction all of us together in this prayer so I ask us to come together in Christ dear God I ask the Holy Spirit speak through me as I pray against the spirit of addiction it has no right to be on this beautiful earth that you created and I know that when you come back, Jesus, everything will be sorted out for the better. And I know you want all your children saved before you come back. So in this prayer, let us begin. Dear Lord, you know more than anyone what this spirit of addiction is about. And the other spirits that are around it that laugh and scoff and enjoy watching people suffer. The spirits of addiction, of condemnation, shame, lust, greed, fear. They can all go to the pits of hell where they belong, where Jesus can just smash their heads with his foot and they can just disappear for eternity and let Christ judge them on judgment day. We don't have time for those spirits. What we do have time for are your children, God. It breaks my heart when I see people suffering breaks my heart when I suffer because I know that you died on the cross for us God so that we wouldn't need to have that kind of grief and and pain 
and and unforgiveness and control or enabling or oh there are so many things naivety because when we try and fix things it doesn't work and you died for us so that we can carry your peace in our hearts in our souls in our beings these spirits are just trying to distract us trying to distract this the, the the addict as well from their true purpose from our true purpose because when we're clear and we're focused on you we can see forever into eternity and we have jobs that you created for us before we were even born you've told us them and i believe you and i believe your promises and that you fulfill promises there is so much to be done here and i just feel honored that you would ask so please lord help me and help my brothers and sisters listening to focus our eyes back on you your beautiful loving radiant face and being and that we make time and space we should be making well, not even should we we need to be making time and space for you more than anything else when we lead by example others will follow it's like tithing we give when we give with with a good happy cheerful heart they always there is always more that's how you work and it's the same with love when we give love there is more it's not one of the, those things that depletes it grows that's the miracle and it's the same with letting go and letting you do the work and allowing us to focus our eyes on you and for those suffering with addiction i pray that those spirits are broken that old soul ties or generational ties are broken and that the fear for whatever reason of the pain of going through rehab or 12 step or just facing your demons because those demons will flee if you rebuke them in Jesus name if if you just knew how much Jesus loves you he will hold your hand through the fire and I promise you it's a better place on the other side. I just pray you see that. And for those that are in, in the rippling outer waters of the addict, the family members, the friends, the co-workers, the, the people on the ground feeding the homeless, housing the addicts, social workers, that you too are encouraged and loved and supported through this and that you are pacing yourself out and setting really healthy boundaries that the addicts a lot of the time don't understand initially but as they go through the steps and get that I pray that you know you don't feel guilty for doing that that you have the resilience and strength that your health 
does sustain and that God gives you strength through this. You're a very brave bunch. Um, And I just have to say that I thank God for all of you and I thank God that he has lifted and held me through a heck of a lot of pain with uh, situations both professionally and personally in regard to those spirits. God is amazing. God is amazing. I'm going to say it again. God is amazing. Just let that permeate every cell and fibre of your being. God is good. And he loves us beyond our comprehension. Look at yourself in the mirror and see yourself the way he sees you. You will only want to do good for yourself and others. And if you have questions, if you're not sure, find a Christian church, organization or person that you really trust. Get yourself a Bible. Get yourself into a good, good church weekly. Connect. Connect. Shame is a liar. Connect. There will be someone there that is interested in you. And the main someone is Jesus. Praise and worship God through the valleys, the mountaintops and all the in-betweens. All the in-betweens. Every moment of every day. And you are loved. So thank you God. I pray that we have peace today and tonight and through our weeks and months and years and through our lifetimes. And I pray a hedge of protection around us and our families and friends. And I pray that for podcast and I ask God to do that for me and my family too and God bless you and keep you always he loves you beyond understanding and rightly so you're his child love him as much even more God bless catch you next time ciao